and welcome back to Mojo for the Modern Man. This is your host, Ken Mossman, and I am delighted to be joined for Act 2, Part 2, of my conversation with Jim Young today. And Act 2 begins with Jim's clear choice to no longer allow himself, as he puts it, to be should upon. He takes us into the work he does with men. He talks about his passion for bringing improv into the organizational world as well. Jim does a beautiful job of untangling the many different threads and angles that we can approach intimacy from. And he talks about the wide, rich range of intimacy that is available to human beings and the risks and rewards of vulnerability and love. Jim takes us on home with the power of purpose, silence, and connection, and offers suggestions to gently begin learning practices of slowing down. Just a quick note, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. And with that, let's get into part two of my conversation with the irrepressible Jim Young. Enjoy. Years when I, you know, followed my foot into my boss's office with a resignation letter and said, I'm going to see what happens in this scene next. Yeah, yeah. A, 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 a bold move in one's 40s, one could one could argue. Um. And, 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 and I'm kind of curious, well, there's, there's so much here, so many different directions to go in. And, um, you know, as a coach, uh, you know, this already, I think, you know, great, great, great coaching is, oh, it, it, it is improv in so many ways. Mm, yeah. It is improv in so many ways. Um, and, you know, what, you know, so, so walk us through a little bit more of the story because you, 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 you handed in your resignation, you, you walked out and, and where did the scene go next? Yes, this was cool. So I, I gave my uh, resignation letter on July 3rd, the day before Independence Day. That was not necessarily a coincidence. Fitting. Um, so I had the day off. That was a Wednesday, the 4th of July. The next day I had lined up a conversation with a, a staffing firm uh, in case I needed to figure out some contract work. And I talked to that person and she was the founder of it. And she said, yeah, halfway through the conversation, any chance you'd be interested in taking my position and running this staffing firm, IT staffing firm? And I was like, that's interesting. Let me, you know, we, we had a little conversation over a period of weeks on that. That was Thursday. On Friday, I had a conversation or somebody sent me a message about, uh, a network organization out here in my part of the woods uh, in Western Massachusetts, whose executive director was moving on and looking for a successor. And I threw my hat in the ring on that, um, which I had a conversation over several weeks about that. It didn't end up being the right thing. And then on Saturday, um, I ran into an acquaintance uh, in downtown Northampton here. Uh, later, I found out she is a CTI trained coach um, uh, named Deb Hiskett. Huskin, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name right. Yeah, yeah, Deborah. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I was telling her about my week. I said, you know, I, I finally picked my head up and I looked and these opportunities are showing up. I didn't even know they were out there. And she asked me the question I needed to hear, which was, well, what did you love doing in your career that, that you're leaving? I said, well, I really love helping the people that I managed and led find the path that they're excited about and help them grow into that, you know, the person who can walk down that path. And I've loved helping organizations, teams of people come together and 
do great things and have a good time doing it at the same time. And she said, well, that's similar to the path that I walked a bunch of years ago when I left a similar kind of environment and I went into coaching and I had heard of coaching, but I didn't really know what it was. And that opened my eyes. And I said, that sounds interesting. I very quickly started to research that I hired a coach um, and realized like that's, that's the path. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good on you. It's good to have you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm so glad to be here because you know it, it, it should have. Yeah, I think it, it it should be obvious to us, but it isn't necessarily. I think our culture has lots of messages that that have us uh, running around, uh, as a mentor of mine says, getting should on all the time. Um, I stopped getting should on and saying, "What do I want to do?" Um, which you know, as as you know, it's a it's a core coaching question. Um, but I started to really look at what are the things that I love to do. And how could I make my career work in that direction? Right, right. And so, so take us into your work a little bit. Uh, take us into your yeah. Take us a little bit into your work. Um, you know who who you work with, and particularly the the arenas that you just love playing in. Yeah, so there's a there's a couple of different things there. Um, I'll I'll try and keep, keep it relatively concise because I get excited about this stuff. Uh, maybe on unsur- I'll, I'll rope you in if it <laughs> perfect. No worries. <laughs> um, perhaps unsurprisingly, based on some of what I've already shared today, um, I really love working with men and helping them find this place where they can be themselves and mm. put down this mantle of what is it, what are you supposed to be like as a man in the world? Um, you know, helping to take some of the hard, hard earned lessons that I've come upon over the years through therapy work and coaching work and, um, you know, other types of work on personal development. And so a lot of, a lot of my work focuses on men. I also have this deep background in the corporate world where I know how challenging things can be and how rigid those structures are that force, people and, you know, men, uh, you know, included into these boxes that don't necessarily fit and they feel constrained. Uh, so I love doing work with people who run those kind of businesses to help them open up their mindset about what they can create for people and also with organizations. And I've, I've taken my improv background and I do a lot of applied improv uh, work, bringing workshops, retreats into organizations and helping them see like, there's another way that we can develop ourselves and our teams. We can, we can be more creative. We can have more fun. Um, things that really honor my values and and my experience. Yeah, beautiful. And you've been doing uh, because we're we're um, we're recording this at the end of of January 2021, mm. and for the past uh, I don't know how many days, um, you've you've been focusing uh, a lot on the topic of intimacy yeah so what is it? yeah 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 say a word or two yeah <laughs> that that kind of delicious yeah what's that <laughs> yeah. um so just a, a short preamble to that one every year at the beginning at the end of the year i sit down and i write a vision statement i use a sp- particular process for that where i project like a, kind of a diary entry for a year from today of what my mm-hmm. life is going to be like in my work and i wrote at the end of 2019 uh something like you know I believe I wrote somewhat unexpectedly a key focus of my work is intimacy. And I had forgotten writing, writing that back in 2019 and in late uh, 2020, 
I started doing work on intimacy at the suggestion of, of my partner uh, who had seen something in me that I didn't really recognize as a talent and a gift. Um, and it's something, so at the beginning of January, I said, okay, I'm going to do the men's intimacy minute. Um, and, you know, throughout the course of uh, the month of January, I'm going to you know, record these short videos where I just help expand on that topic for men. What is it like to experience intimacy? What does it open up for us? What are the different ways we can do it? Uh, it's been really fun to do. I've learned a ton, <laughs> yeah, to be honest, in the course of, of doing that. And hopefully, you know, have, have put some conversation starters out there for some folks. Well, it sounds like there've been some surprises along the way. So what has, yeah, what's surprised you? What, what have you learned? You know, I think the, the first insight that I had was, you know, we often hear the word intimacy and it's euphemistic. It's, it's code for, for sex and, you know, romantic intimacy. And, you know, that's sure. That's true. That's part of it. And there's this range of intimacies that we have and um, experiential intimacies when we go exploring a place with somebody else and we have a, a unique experience that's bonding or um, emotional intimacy is probably one of the scarier ones mm -hmm. that we have, like revealing what we're feeling deep inside with another person. Um, spiritual intimacy, whether that's in a church, a synagogue, nature, you know, talking about something that you're passionate about. Uh, intellectual intimacy, all these different ways we can connect with people uh, and find that, you know, there's so much that we're, that we enjoy together, that we we're excited about um, and knowing that person deeply, you know, getting to know people from the inside out, um, you know, involves intimacy. And there's so many different ways, so many different entry points to that. I, I, I love that you included all those different uh, uh, arenas and the, and the different angles that we can, that we can approach intimacy from because whether it's intellectual, spiritual, uh, physical, emotional, there is, there are so many different, and I love the example of being out in nature with someone or being on an adventure with someone because uh, uh, there are so many different ways that when we, you know, when we, when we try too hard to look for, Ooh, you know, how can I draw closer to this person or that person uh, that it's really easy to miss the, the fact that there are so many different pathways to get there. None better, none worse, uh, really none more, none less, just different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as uh, uh, my, my, my partner inspired me on this one as well. Uh, she told me about this parable of, you know, we're all fingers pointing at the same moon. Uh, you know, there's all these different ways that we can get to this, this higher place, whether that's connection or love or intimacy or whatever. And, and, and our fingers might look different. My, mine might be more crooked than yours. The angle might be different. Um, there's all these different ways that we can get there. And I think it's more just, you know, are we slowing ourselves down enough to take the time to connect with somebody and say, I want to build some intimacy here. Um, and it's a tough word. Like those, I've just had probably a bunch of tough words for guys, you know, that can be, you know, uh, D, uh, what's the right word, uh, you know, kind of chip away at what we believe it is to be a man or masculine is to talk about things like love or intimacy or connection. And, and the honest truth is we all want that. 
And that's really, you know, part of my mission. My higher mission is I want to help it make, make it easier for men to be able to say those things so that they can have them because they're the richest experiences that we get to have in life. Yeah. Yeah. And again, to, to piggyback off what you just said, uh, the, this is, you know, this is something that I would assert you're right. You're right. We, 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 we all want these things. We long for them. And the cultural story, if you will, mm. you know, the inherited story, if I could call it that, uh, the, what Tony Porter refers to as the man box, mm -hmm. you know, these, these inherited stories, um, uh, don't let us make that. I, I'll say this, these inherited stories make that terrifying, which does, by the way, does not make the hunger and the longing go away. It just makes it seem like it's a scary monster, which those of us who spend time there can promise you it, it, it's like any other monster. It's scary until you get to know it. And then it turns out to be kind of uh, little and fluffy and in needing of attention. <laughs> yeah. And you know, how many of us men are still to use the reference that you made earlier, are we deciding how to approach those kind of topics from our 14 year old self right. who would get picked on in the locker room if they showed anything that looked weak, you know, showing emotions and, and, you know, all of the pejoratives that, that might get thrown at you. And, and those are, you know, cause now I'm going to be disconnected from the cool kids from the social group that I want to be in. I'm going to be cast out and there's deep grooves that get set down there. And I think a lot of men, you know, are in that groove. I was in it for a very long time yep. and it's, it's a brave move, I think, to really step out of that and say, Hey, I want to be more loving in the world. Right. Love shouldn't be a four-letter word for men. We should be able to say that as much and as often as we want to. Yeah, I want to be more loving, which includes, by the way, allowing oneself to be more loved. I do hope you're enjoying the second part of my conversation with Jim Young. Just a quick reminder, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. And if you have not yet, also do come by my website, seriousleadership.com. Let's jump back into it. Yeah, <laughs> that can be the riskiest thing, right? Yeah, 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 because the because all of this. So, so much of this relies on, on vulnerability, which again, the, mm -hmm. the, the culture has conflated with uh, uh, a weakness in so many ways. And, you know, it, 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 I would assert again, it, 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 it's impossible to be, you can lead, but I think it's impossible to be a great leader without allowing, without being vulnerable. You know, because it's huge vulnerability, first of all, to stand up and, and, and claim leadership, allow yourself to move, you know, to move in a direction and say, come on, you know, follow me. Um, there was something else I want to touch on. It, it, it slipped my mind. It, I'll, I'll see if it comes back, but I'll just flip it back to you for the moment and hope it returns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I imagine it will. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot to gentle or soft power. You know, there's, there's the analogies of, you know, the, the Grand Canyon was, was created by water, right? What's mm -hmm. softer than water? Um, and if we allow, you know, that balance and, and, you know, when I, when I work with men and when I talk about men, uh, whether that's one-on-one -on -one or group settings, um, I'm all, I'm about bringing balance because I don't want to lose 
you know, the parts of me that are direct and decisive and have endurance and Absolutely. You know, kind of sustaining that, that strength that men have is incredibly valuable and valued by others. And yet if I only play that card all the time, it's a losing hand. Um, it, it ends up creating too much stress for me and for others. So where's that balance where I get to step back, be receptive, be vulnerable, um, you know, be use my intuition things that you know you know it's called women's intuition uh, oftentimes we all have it we all have um, it yep we just don't allow it so i think it's it's that blend that balance that really creates the strength we're looking for yeah and 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 and, and so much of what you're pointing toward also uh involves first of all involves becoming conscious you know uh, uh, uh learning to live moment to moment to mm. moment that doesn't mean don't make plans you know that doesn't mean don't be strategic that, that that's not what we're saying here but one uh, in, in in order to listen to those parts of ourselves in order to connect and to find intimacy in a culture that is in many ways, you know, addicted, looking for its next hit of, can we go faster? Can we go faster? Mm -hmm. All of this requires that we slow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Ken, in, in CTI, as, as somebody who's, who's taught there for a number of years, there's a structure that we, you know, we use when we're talking about building out a life purpose statement, you know, I'm the blank that blanks. Yeah, um, yeah. It's kind of a template that helps us, you know, identify what's this big purpose that I have for my life. Well, my, my statement is actually very different and it's simply the words slow down and connect. Yep. That is my entire life purpose. And, and I, it helps me in so many ways because it allows me to slow down and connect with my own emotions, feelings, senses, uh, do that, you know, through mindfulness practices, but it also allows me to slow down and connect with other people. And that's where there's, there's so much richness. And if I can even slow down within those conversations, create space. The thing that I, I posted today on the men's intimacy minute was, you know, using silence, silence is with where intimacy lives. When mm -hmm. we can sit with what somebody said and really let it land for us take a moment to to see how that sits with us and share that back that's really deep connection and it feels great when we can get there with somebody yeah beautiful beautiful so how do people get in touch with you uh so pretty much all the things that people uh would would maybe care to find out about me can be found on my website. It's the centeredcoach.com. Uh, if you go to centeredcoach.com slash contact, uh, you can reach out to me. Um, I've got a blog on there where I write and post videos all the time. Um, LinkedIn, you can find me on centered coach. That's mostly where I spend my time in terms of social media. Um, so yeah, those are probably the primary resources. Great. And I'll make sure that those make it onto the, the notes for, uh, for each episode. And now, point those who are perhaps new to some of these ideas that we've talked about, or maybe not so new, just looking for oh, you know, there's a, there's there's a there's 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 another channel there that I could that I could maybe plug into that I hadn't considered before. Where would you point uh, someone to begin to? Connect more with intimacy, a starting place, perhaps. Hmm. Uh, that's a fantastic question. Um, there's a few resources that come to mind. Um, 
One is a book. Uh, it's called The Book of Awakening by Mark Nepo. He's a uh, poet, uh, writer of the book's been uh, in publication for about 20 years and is a beautiful way to, on every on a daily basis, to read uh, about high principles in life and intimacy shows up in there. Uh, but honestly, I think that the, the easiest place for us all to access that is to stop and really listen to ourselves and to other people and to get curious about what is what do I care about and what do other people care about? I think that's where intimacy is going to really bud from is when we allow ourselves to, to speak into those places. And, and if you were to suggest, uh, again, because our culture moves fast and many of us move rapidly without even realizing it. Um, yeah. Because it, 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 sometimes I'm, I'm very wary at any time, uh, well, you can just stop, you know, mm. that, that the just sounds so easy yeah. on the one hand. On the other hand, there's no just to the just. There, <laughs> there, there are steps to, the, to those justs. So, so where would you point someone at, as the first step towards stopping? I'd, I'd point people to mindfulness and there are a number of ways to do it. My favorite one is the insight timer app. Uh, it's a free app with a ton of guided meditations. And I looked at it the other day, it keeps stats and I've been using it for a little over two years and I've done something like 20,000 minutes of guided meditation work, um, that has allowed me to really slow down. And it's a few minutes at a time, sometimes a little longer, but I just try, you know, on a daily basis to give myself a little bit of space. I get so many things flashing and beeping and buzzing to grab my attention. I could do it all day long and from sunup till sundown. And to just give myself that pause is a little mini vacation I give myself every day for a few minutes. And I would highly encourage just giving yourself that time. It's, it's, it's easy and it's free. Yeah, that's beautiful. And what I love about that is just a few minutes at a time. Just a few minutes at a time. It's just, just. I don't want to say just again. Just, it, it, I do want to say just a few minutes at a time. And even a few minutes at a time, even though it doesn't feel like much, it is a starting place. Yeah, and one of the resources I'd offer just for that is, um, you know, Building Habits and James Clear. Uh, if you, uh, he wrote a book called Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. Some great tips on how to build habits. And for one, one of the things I do is at the end of my lunch every day, I've got a slow down and connect block in my schedule. That I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a page from a book. I'm gonna do a, a meditation, make it part of my routine, so that I don't get it overscheduled. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me here, Jim. Um, yeah, thanks. It's been a delight having you. Yeah, thanks a lot, Ken, for having me. I love listening to your show, and I uh, really appreciate having a chance to get a chance to talk with you and catch up again today. Thank you so much for joining me for part two of my conversation with Jim Young. I do hope you enjoyed it. To learn more about Jim and his good work, you may visit him on LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to him through his website, thecenteredcoach.com, and there are links to both uh, in the program notes. And of course, if you want to reach out to me, which I encourage you to do, you can find me on my website, Cirrus Leadership, C-I-R-R-U-S, as in the cloud, CirrusLeadership.com. You can find links to my upcoming class. Uh, I am, that's the Integrated Adult Man, my flagship program for men, as well as a bunch of other stuff that I've got going on. 
And you can reach me through my website, of course. And just a quick reminder, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. And with that, I look forward to seeing you very soon. Take care. Be well.